We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge apply. Ctmobile.com. Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode and catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. You're listening to the Scores NBA Draft Special. And now, the voices of the Bulls Radio Network, Chuck Swirsky and Bill Whittington. And welcome back to the Advocate on 670. The Score, Chuck and Bill. Ryan Porth just to our left, helping us out as uh, Ryan and Mitch Rosen, the hierarchy of 670, the score on him. We appreciate their support very much, along with the best engineer in the NBA, the great Rich Wyatt, as uh, we've been entertained and thoroughly entertained by some of the activity going on the first round. The Spurs with the ninth pick, Jeremy Sohan, a brilliant wing forward, 6'9", out of Poland, uh, played ball for Baylor, an exquisite Defensive player just taken by the Spurs, a typical Spurs player, length, athleticism. Orlando took uh, Bancaro, number one. Holbrin goes to Oklahoma City. Smith goes to Houston, one, two, three. Then it got interesting. Keegan Murray out of Iowa to Sacramento because Jay Nivey basically told the Kings thanks, but no thanks. And, you know, right there, Detroit said thank you very much. Jay Nivey is a Piston. So then people start getting on the phone with the Pistons according to all these reports saying, hey, what will it take to pry loose Jaden Ivey? And the Pistons said no, period. Uh, Matherin, uh, Ben Matherin out of Arizona goes to Indiana. Shaden Sharp to Portland. Dyson Daniels out of Australia. 6'7 from the G League Ignite to New Orleans by way of the uh, Lakers. And now Washington on the clock with the 10th pick, maybe Johnny Davis of Wisconsin. So there you go, Bill. Looks like it's getting ready to be announced right now. The Wizards, another intriguing team, Bill, because I I think they really want to do something, but they're kind of stuck in the middle, you know? Uh, I mean, even not even in the middle. They're below middle. uh, Yeah, I love Bradley Beal, and a lot of talk. His name's been thrown around a lot with trades and everything, but I love him as a player. I think he's great, and uh, uh, Washington just picks Johnny Davis. Yep. Out of Wisconsin, so uh, nothing uh, I don't think unexpected right there. But uh, they're looking to find get themselves back in the swing of things in the Eastern Conference. And again, uh, we were just talking about the Eastern Conference. We, we t- talked about how good Boston is. They're going to be good for a while. Um, and then Detroit, I think, just got a heck of a lot better. So they're going to start competing uh, for those top five spots uh, in the Eastern Conference uh, w- with a young team that's got a lot of energy and uh, will be able to run for days. So. It's going to be very interesting, and you got to wonder how Washington can fare to get get themselves back to the top of the Eastern Conference. Well, good news for the Big Ten because three players out of the Big Ten Conference taken in the first ten picks in the NBA draft. Keegan Murray out of Iowa, number four. Jaden Ivey out of Purdue goes number five. 
and uh, Johnny Davis from the University of Wisconsin goes to uh, number 10. So that speaks volumes for the Big Ten Conference when you have three players out of the Big Ten taken in the top 10 selections. And the Knicks are on the clock. This has got to be so frustrating right now for Knicks fans who were hoping that they could put a package <laughs> together and move up maybe to number four because they really wanted Jaden Ivey. And I'll tell you what, having known Tibbs, Casey Johnson of NBC Sports Chicago, who, by the way, one day will be in the Hall of Fame in the writers' section. Uh, there's no question about that for his longevity and professionalism in this business. Casey, let, let me tell you what. I, I think right now if you're a Knicks fan, especially for a guy like Tibbs, whose probably job is on the line, I would think, uh, at least I would think he needs to have a good year or else the natives are going to be restless, so to speak. They already are restless. In they are you restless. Wait a minute. They're restless when they're winning. Yeah, yes, exactly. they are. <laughs> but, but you know, I, I, I think they've got to be so disappointed they couldn't move up. Yeah, and, and they were clearly, uh, even after the pick was made, they were trying to trade to, to get Ivy. So, I mean, it's uh, – and it's uh, there's some breaking news now from Sham Sharania that they're going to be drafting Jang, who's a pretty raw talent. So – uh, that's not a win-now move right there, and you're right. This is, uh, you know, that'll probably be booed in the, in the Madison Square Garden by the Madison Square Garden faithful. They boo good draft picks, so I'm not sure about that one. Jang out of France? Yes, Usman Jang. Usman Jang. So he, he's going to be the first European player taken? Oh. We, haven't, we haven't had any yet. Well, yeah, I mean, you know. Uh, it's all been uh, college players. Uh, G League Daniels, Dyson Daniels from the G League, but everyone's been a college player so far. Well, you know what, Bill, at this point, you know, you get starting in late lottery. Now we're going to find out as far as your scouting staff and guys, you say, okay, do we take a 19-year-old kid? Do we take a 21, 22, a three-year player? Um, God forbid a four-year player. But, I mean, at this point, we, we had uh, Ryan McDonough on um, and a former GM, as you know. Sure. And we said, okay, if, if you're the Bulls and you're at 18, let's say you want to move up to 12 or 13, what would it take to jump five spots? Okay, we're not looking at going 18 to four where you're going to have to mortgage. But he said you're going to have to at least probably toss in another number one down the road and make it a two for one. And, and I'm not sure you can do that. No, they've, they've traded away too many first-round draft picks as it is. I'm not even being critical of that. I mean, because they've obviously, you know, netted good players in Nikola Vucevic and DeMar DeRozan. But this is a draft uh, capital poor franchise as of now. In fact, I'm told that the Bulls are also open to, from moving down from 18 because if they can get an asset attached to that. So they're tar I, I'm told that one scenario they're, they're looking at is trying to move down, stay in the first round, but pick up another asset, whether that's another first-round pick, second-round pick. And I'm not saying they're going to be successful at it, but I'm told by um, multiple uh, people that I've talked to that that's something they're very, very open well, to. Well, what about a second-round pick? Would, would you buy a second-round pick if, if the right player is there? Uh, yeah, but I also, if you can get it, via a trade let's say let's say you're at 18 and there's still three people you like on your board and you can drop down and get a second round pick that way get another asset attached to it that'd be a more that would, that would be a more prudent way to accomplish that but yes that's another option too is just using cash to get it um the bulls have done that in the past obviously the most prominent example would be luol deng draft where they paid money to to get luol deng 
and 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 buy that pick. But um, I personally see them using a first-round draft pick at some point tonight, whether that's 18, up, down, I'm not sure. But I do think they exit this night with a first-round draft pick on their roster. Yeah. All right, so now it's uh, being reported um, by both Shams and uh, Woj that the Knicks are moving Usman Jang yeah, that didn't to it's Oklahoma funny. City. Yeah, you could you could hear how I was talking about yeah, Jang. I was like, like, that did not make sense for Well, the again, Knicks. you know, Oklahoma <laughs> so, City, I don't know what pick they're going to have because right now they've got the 12th pick right beyond the Knicks. I don't know if they flipped and something's headed to New York or what's going on there, and we'll find out in due time. Well, it says uh, it says that multiple first-round picks are going to New York, so maybe they're still trying to hold out some kind of hope that they can convince uh, – the Pistons to get Ivy. I don't, I don't know. I mean, you know, that's just. But it's clear that Jang. When, when I saw that name, I was like, that does not make sense yeah. for the Knicks. So. Well, listen, a couple things, Casey. Just based on Twitter, social media, the fans, and there aren't a lot of Piston fans in Detroit, and understandably so because it's been a tough couple of years. But they're ecstatic over Jaden Ivy. And yeah. if you're Tom Gore, is the owner and you're putting together Troy Weaver, the GM, and head coach Dwayne Casey, and you're looking at the fact that Jaden Ivey dropped right into your wish list because they wanted Ivey badly. Right. No way you're going to trade that pick. No. Why would you? And you can see that. I mean, look at that backcourt with uh, shaping up with him alongside Cunningham, who's, who is, to me, a guy that can also play off the ball. Everyone talks about Cade Cunningham's ability to run a franchise, which is apparent, but he also has the ability to play that combo guard role and play off the ball. And there's certainly a lot of speculation that they're going to make a run at DeAndre Ayton right. uh, so in restricted free agency. So, yeah, that's a little something brewing there uh, with, with Detroit. And I agree with you. If that guy falls to you and you get him and you pair him in that backcourt with Cade Cunningham, that's something I don't think. Really? I mean, who does New York have that you would even want to consider trading a guy well, like Jaden? I mean, la- it, latest report that they're flipping Jank for multiple first-round picks is true. Maybe they're trying to stockpile picks and do yes, it that way. maybe. But, and, but, and look, Detroit's in a rebuilding situation. Yeah, but, and but. they're still in rebuilding. I get that. But you look at the Central Division now. You know, Cleveland, I think, is going to be very active. Yeah. And you've got Cleveland. Milwaukee is still going to be Milwaukee. you got Detroit putting together. And we still don't know what they're going to do with all this cap room. Even if they re-sign Bagley, they're still going to have a boatload. This division now, all of a sudden, KC is going to be kind of like, you know, this is this not an easy division. Right, and you know the Bulls obviously are banking on their core and having continuity with that, and and bringing it back for another year where they're healthier and have more continuity and more familiarity with each other can make a dent in that division. But you're you're right. I mean, this is a this is a difficult. I mean, the whole the East in general is very strong. We saw that in the playoffs. Uh, I also feel like for the first time, I wonder if you guys agree with this. Like for the first time ever, like this league is. Like, it just feels wide open. That's what I loved about these playoffs. It wasn't like the presumptive favorites, you know. A lot of people thought the Suns and Bucks were going to be in the finals. Well, neither team made the finals. Correct. So it just feels like the league has a lot of possibilities right now. I, I agree with that 100%. Yeah. And uh, I think that's the beautiful thing about it. I think when the league is uh, more on an even par, I think more people get into it more. And like Because when you start the season and there's an odds-on favorite that's just dominating the whole year, it kind of gets predictable. Here, here's what I also like. There is a villain in the NBA, and that's the Golden State Warriors. <laughs> it was Boston. It was Detroit. They're a likable villain. The Bulls. <laughs> yeah, but I'm talking about, you know, they've got the swag, and you're able to do that when you win. Yes. And they've won four times in what, an eight-year span? Is that right? Yep. Yes. So, I mean, it's healthy for the league to have that. 
It really is. For sure. I, I mean, you know, it was in Bill's but, day, it was Georgetown. Georgetown would come into an opposing arena, and they were the team that opposing fans couldn't wait to just let their venom out, you know, because it was Georgetown, you know. Yeah. It was the brashness. Yeah. But in the right now, it's Golden State. Yeah, but, but they're even special, special, even more special, in my opinion, because the last two years they had not had that success with the injuries and everything going on that they were able to bounce back and get things going, even with uh, was Clemus in half the season and the injuries they had this year. Uh, that, that's a great story right there. And, of course, obviously with Steve Kerr and everything for us, Your it's, guy. it's a good thing. <laughs> Your guy. Yeah. No, I, I, I always feel like, uh, to me, and, and I'd be curious if you think that if, I mean, the, the word dynasty is thrown around so loosely in sports, but four and eight years, especially it when they went It is a dynasty. Yeah. yeah, I completely agree. So In yeah. this advent of, you know what's interesting Casey, if you think about this, the next layer of Golden State, I mean, Jordan Poole is still very young, yeah. and they're not going to let him go unless Detroit throws a boatload of money, like max money, at him. And then I don't think Golden State will max will match max money with Jordan Poole as much as they love him. They'll try and work out a sign and trade. But if you look at Moody and you look at Wiseman and you look at Kaminga, those are really good players. Yeah. And they didn't even really contribute. I mean, no. I mean, Kaminga and Wiseman. I mean, we're, didn't even play in the playoffs. So, uh, yeah. I mean, they've got. They, look, that franchise is doing things right. I mean, it's a franchise that obviously has cornerstone players, and but they've just done good moves on the margins. And I. But I, how have they managed to do it financially? Well, they've because gone they've in, gone they've way gone past. deep into the tax. Yeah. They they paid for it. I mean, they 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 have an owner that is committed to paying whatever it takes to keep that core together. So, but they already started winning before that. Yes. So, yes. and they saw they had a winning r a recipe. Yep. And once you have that, you stick with it, and you know, it, they're not wrong. And obviously, it's paying off for them hugely right now. So that, that's that's a good thing. So, uh, Casey Johnson, by the way, of NBC Sports Chicago, join us. Chuck Swirsky, Bill Weddington, right here on six seventy, the score. So we're at number twelve right now, and and Casey, we're not there yet, but. In another two, three, four picks, we're going to start speculating. <laughs> and so, yep. uh, Duran is still on the board, the big man out of Memphis. Yep. Williams still on the board. <laughs> I don't know if he'll fall because Charlotte at number 13 is right there, and Charlotte needs a big. Yep, and that's actually one. With it. But also, as you know, they have two first-round picks, 13 and 15. So in, in a move-up scenario, I can see the Bulls, if they are locked in on one guy that they absolutely have to have, that would be a team that I'd be calling. Now, does 18 and let's just speculate Kobe White get you up there? I don't see it, but you still make that phone call. If that if there's a guy there that you well, absolutely want to have. Okay, so okay, let's say Williams is still on the board at 15. Okay, and he's Charlotte. Do you think if you're Charlotte, you take 18 along with Kobe, North Carolina kid, the whole bit, or do you think that's not? I don't think so. And, Jalen and Williams goes to Jaylen Santa Clara. Wow. On some mock drafts, he fell to the Bulls, but I, yeah, I yeah. thought he'd never get He's there. He's an intriguing but. player, by the way. Yes, um, yes. But, very uh, intriguing. But um, what I would say to that is this, Chuck. What, the, one, the one thing that I think harms, not even harms, that might not be the right word, but one thing that makes trading Kobe difficult is if you trade for him, you're immediately on the clock to extend that guy because he's up for a rookie extension this year. Now, you don't have to extend him this summer, but if you don't, that he enters restricted free agency next summer. So you've got to be dead set that he's part of your future because when you're trading for him, you're immediately in a contract situation with him. So 
that to me of but impacts the value a little salary? bit. I mean, what is the going rate right now for a Kobe White on the market? Mm, you mean like what can he fetch? Yes, not much. <laughs> I mean, I, I he's just he's a young, unproven player who hasn't had a ton of consistency and didn't really show up in the playoffs. You know, I mean, I think Kobe still has a role on this team, but uh, I don't think his value is that high. So. All right, Casey, can you stick around one more segment? Or one more. You got to go. No, it's no, a no. short one. Because go, go, go. I, all right, yeah, I got to go. I, I got to go. go. I got to go start. Come visit us later. All right, I got to start poking working, around. Man. He's checking his phone. He's got tips. Yeah, and I got to start yeah. poking around. We're getting close All right, here to we the go, bowl. folks. <laughs> all right, Casey, thank you. Thanks, guys. Casey Johnson of NBC Sports Chicago. This is Chuck Swirsky along with Bill Weddington. We want to hear from you. 312-644-6767. That's 312-644-6767. We'll put you on the air. We're going to read your text. And for Bill Weddington, put him in the hall. Put him in the Hall of Fame. By the way, you, sh- are you are in the St. John's Hall of Fame, are you not? Uh, St. John's, Canadian, Illinois, or Chicago. Yeah, we're here. Oh, good. Uh, brought Chuck to you in Sorsky. part by Bet Rivers, Tasty Works, Lakeshore Recycling Systems, Horizon Therapeutics, BetMGM, Duncan, and Great Lakes Credit Union. Back with more in a moment from Advocate here in the beautiful city of Chicago on 670 The Score, the Bulls 2022 NBA Draft. What will the Chicago Bulls do with the 18th overall pick in tonight's NBA Draft? Chuck Swirsky and Bill Whittington continue to break it down on the Score's NBA Draft Special. And welcome back. We are live here at Advocate Chuck Swirsky, Bill Weddington, Sam Smith, the Hall of Fame writer at Bulls.com joining us. And again, we're through 13 picks. Jalen Duran out of Memphis, the big man at 6'11", 250 pounds. He goes to Charlotte. The Hornets with the 13th pick. They're coming back with the 15th pick. And sandwiched between those selections, the Cleveland Cavaliers are on the clock with the 14th overall pick. Sam, how are you doing, Chuck, Sam? I'm doing great, Chuck. This is exciting. Actually, you know, you didn't ask me, but I got plenty of stuff to say. Good. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think the Bulls are sitting there waiting for that Mark Williams. And the way it's breaking down, there's a, there's a shot there. Cleveland's not going to pick a big guy, right? You know, yeah. with Jared Allen and the uh, kid from last year. Um, Charlotte, are they going to pick another big guy at 15? I would say not. Uh, there's rumors you know. they just traded him, though. Oh, well, that would be the thing. If they traded him, that would be a problem. My guess is that's who the Bulls are waiting for and looking at, hoping to get. And uh, he would be a great pickup. He, he would be yeah, fabulous. Um, the Pistons are acquiring Jalen Durant at number 13, uh, according to... Um, oh, the Pistons. And then yeah. the Hornets traded Durant to the Knicks. And Woj is reporting the Pistons are acquiring Durant. So we've got one report saying he's going to Detroit. We have another report saying he's going to the Knicks. Let me tell you, Chuck. He's the maybe the second, at worst, third best player in this draft, Duran. Yes. Duran is going to be what, – what does our center over there think about him? This guy's 18 years old, yep. 6'11", 250 pounds, coordinated. Um, I mean – to me, it, it, it just just on looking on talent, I would have him as a top five player in this you know well, in this list. And now it looks like that's where he's going. Five, right? Well, uh, again, there are now two reports that are saying he's headed to the Knicks. So that means Mitchell Robinson is gone. Yeah. And Duran, well, who might have been anyway, you know, unrestricted, that you know, 
Yes. And he gets hurt a lot, you know, and so, you know, you can understand. And also, he took out Patrick Williams, so who could really like him? <laughs> yeah. So, so, Sam, we're getting close now to what's going on here, regardless of what's, what's happening. Uh, because, again, Cleveland's set with Allen and Mobley. Charlotte, well, if Charlotte just traded Duran. Right, so they might um, so pick they Williams. May go with Williams. Yeah. I would think and that, that's that that makes that's that, that's disappointing for the Bulls' yes. possibilities because, you know, you assumed I and mean, we don't know, but we assumed given the needs, you know, defense size that that would have been a guy. Uh, Knicks are trading Kemba Walker to the Pistons, according to Shams. So, in other words, they've given the Pistons nothing for something. No offense to Kemba Walker, but he retired last year. Well, see, this yeah. is what I don't understand. Um, Abaji, uh, by the way, the uh, Cavs just took Abaji out of Kansas. Oh, and that would have been a, that would have been been a good one player. for the Bulls. Was a good spot-up three-point shooter, good set-and-shoot. Uh, are you in this draft, Bill? Uh, no, no I'm, I'm holding out for next year. Because <laughs> yeah, we need a shooter. So the Knicks have acquired Jalen Duran and moved him with Kemba Walker to the Pistons. So now the Knicks get Duran. Uh, oh, oh, the and, Pistons had to take Kemba Walker. So yes, that was they the did. Deal. Yeah, they, and yeah, they've got the, the cap room to do it. Right. Now so they'll, they'll probably pay him off. And so the Pistons keep Ivy? The Pistons yep. keep Ivy. Oh, they, they, could be, they could be a lot, lot better. Yes. Yep. They'll, they'll keep Ivy, and in turn, they'll probably do a buyout with Kemba Walker. Yeah. So we can get him. Well... <laughs> Uh, well, now we, <laughs> he, he one, can shoot. <laughs> yeah, but one has to believe now that Charlotte's going to go for Williams at fifteen. Yeah, it'd be a disappointment. So, so Sam, would you entertain moving back? Yeah, you know, it, it, if I mean, if it depends on what else you can get. You get two picks. You you know, get a player. You know, if, if it comes down to the point, and I understand it's disappointing, but if it comes down to the point, and you're there, and and. There's not a guy that you're excited about or you feel fits your team. Yeah, you know, I mean, take a shot, maybe trade, trade out, get a pick for next year, you know, get something you can use, potential trade, combine with one of your players to trade. You know, this is just the beginning. You know, free agency's coming up, long summer. You know, there, there's other opportunities to do something. Today's not the last, today's just the first day of, you know, of yeah. all this kind of stuff. I, so I get it. I, I, I wouldn't. You know, I, I wouldn't, it, it, and I don't know what they're thinking, but if they're thinking, you know, it comes down to like, you know, we had five guys and none of them are there. Yeah, you know, I, I wouldn't, I, I, I wouldn't have a problem with trading down or even trading out. Well, uh, I think it's safe to say, Bill, the Knicks with this move, they're trying to clear a cap room for Jalen Brunson. I don't think uh, there's yeah, any would, doubt about it. Yeah, and 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 I would, that's a good move for them, and and, and it's a good move for Jalen Brunson too. Because you can't be a point guard playing with Luka Doncic, you know, because he, he won't give you the ball. Right. You know, and, you know, that's they built a team around him. He's going to control the ball the whole time. And do you, do you think this was orchestrated to get Rick Brunson now? And I know he had a history with Tibbs. Yep. Obviously, I get all that. Right. But do you think that was specifically made to get Jalen in New York? I, I don't think that would be the, the determining factor because if I'm Jalen – I'd like to get out of there, you know, because now I've raised my value. I want to be somewhere where I could be a lead guard, and you can't be that, you know, in Dallas. You know, you got, everybody has to play off Luka and shoot threes. And, you know, he worked in, he became a good number two and, you know, worked his way up quite a bit. Second-round draft pick, you know, great draft pick. Um, and we knew, you know, we saw this kid. We knew more about this kid than NBA. You know, it just shows 
how much better, you know, if you're, it's like with uh, Io last year. You know, okay, he's in the second round. None, any, any one of us who watched basketball in Illinois knew this guy was the first, he was a first round pick. You know, not top lottery or something, but in the 20s for sure. He's sitting there in the second round. We know, <laughs> we know you got to take him. And the same thing with, uh, you know, Brunson's kid. We saw him in high school. He's so smart, knows how to play. When when his dad was coaching with the Bulls, I saw him in the gym in the Birdo Center working out every day, and he was working just as hard as the the Bulls were working out. But more than that, you could see how smart he is, how how clever, even though he's smaller and, you know, all the measurables that they, you know, that they look at this beauty contest thing. You say, well, this kid can play basketball. He knows how to play ball. And so. You know, I think it it would help. Look, if Rick's there, it'd be nice if your dad's on the staff. You do something. There. I think it works the other way. I th- I think maybe Jalen might have said, "Hire my dad, and I'll I'll consider you more seriously to yeah. help out my dad." Because you know, frankly, dad's had some troubles. Yeah. Well, bottom line is that it's going to be intriguing to see what Charlotte, Atlanta, Houston, and the Bulls, because I think Atlanta is going to be very very active in the offseason. Landry Fields, the new general manager, had a cup of coffee in the NBA with the Knicks and the Raptors. He's been paying his dues uh, with the uh, Golden State Ball Club and then went over to Atlanta uh, with uh, Travis Schrenk, the uh, general manager. And um, you know what? You know why they're going to be active, Chuck? Because the guy you just mentioned, Travis Schrenk, said, I hate this team. You know, we were and in the conf- build it. Right. We were in the conference finals and then we can barely qualify for the play-in. So you guys failed. It's not my fault, <laughs> and I'm going to fix it. Good luck to you. Right. I'll oversee you. <laughs> exactly. You come in. The, my office is down the hall. Right. I got you to the conference finals. You got to the play-in. No, no but, I mean, I, I can see them being extremely active in the Oh, absolutely. Season. Yeah, because they you know, they view themselves as a disappointment. I mean, he was probably the most honest GM, uh, you know, around. Yes. Um, Sam, hold on for a second. Sam Smith. Hall of Fame writer joining us live right here on the Home of the Bulls, 670 The Score, Ryan Porth, along with Rich White, Mitch Rosen, Chuck and Bill with you. Back with more in a moment at 312-644-6767, 312-644-6767. We are on the 15th pick, the Bulls with number 18. I met I met everyone. I didn't think I met I didn't meet Billy Donovan, but I met every everybody else in the organization, GMs, coaches, assistant coaches. But yeah, it was a pretty cool experience. This is the Scores NBA Draft Special, and now the voices of the Bulls Radio Network: Chuck Swirsky and Bill Whittington. And welcome back to the Advocate Center. Chuck Swirsky, Bill Weddington, Sam Smith, Hall of Fame writer, joining us. That was the voice of EJ Liddell out of Ohio State, and again, he is on the board. We're at 16 now. A.J. Griffin out of um, uh, Illinois, and or rather of Duke, Duke. and uh, his uh, brother played at Illinois before transferring, and um, Adrian Griffin, of course, the uh, former player with the Chicago Bulls, uh, who's now an assistant, the top assistant, under Nick Nurse with Toronto. So a lot of basketball in that family, but again, the Hawks on the board expect to take Griffin. The Hornets with Mark Williams at number 15. Abaji uh, from Cleveland goes to the Cavaliers out of Kansas. 6'6", swingman. Duran is uh, traded by Charlotte to the Knicks, and the Knicks in return send him to Detroit. Jalen Williams goes to uh, Oklahoma City. Uh, Zhang goes to the Knicks in a trade, sending him to Oklahoma City. Johnny Davis to Washington. Uh, Sohan goes to Baylor, uh, to San Antonio. 
the G League Ignites, Dyson Daniels, taken by the Pelicans. Uh, Shaden Sharp headed to Portland. Uh, Ben Matherin of Arizona going to Indiana. Jaden Ivey, the fifth player, taking overall to Purdue. Keegan Murray from Iowa goes to Sacramento. Top three pick, Ben Carroll of Duke goes to Orlando. Holmgren of Oklahoma City out of uh, Gonzaga. And Javari Smith from Auburn to Houston. So there we go so far. Now what, uh, Sam? You got? Yeah, uh, you know, one, one of the things when you mentioned there, Chuck, I was just looking at some of those guys at Oklahoma City and did a, a little math. You know, I'm not great at that, but I think the combined weight of their five starters is <laughs> under 500 pounds. Uh, I got to check that out. That, that might be the skinniest team uh, since uh, Richie Guerin was playing. Oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> wow, that is going way back. <laughs> That's an amazing group of players they've got there. But also wow. Houston coming up, too. You know, that that's the first official AAU team that we'll be playing in the NBA, as far as I can tell. Those guys are just going to run up and down the court, throw the ball all over the place. That's going to be a but, wild thing to watch. I think that's why Smith, like, it looked like his face dropped when, when he got skipped by, or you know, the first two teams and was going to Houston. He was going, oh, my God. I'm going to play with those guys. So, so Sam, you've been around the block here in the Hall of Fame, and you know this isn't your first rodeo covering a draft. How did these, like, we have tons of rumors leading up that appears on you know, Hoops Hype, Real GM, all these mock drafts, all these things about so-and-so's available. These teams have had discussions, a major trades in the works. Sometimes it, it's true, sometimes it's not. A lot of times it's not. But... Do agents just float stuff out? Do insiders from family members throw things out? Or how does all this all happen to get to the drama to this point? Well, since I left the Tribune, you know, most of them are inaccurate. But um, <laughs> now, and my guess, like you've read a bunch of Rudy Gobert rumors, and you know, the Bulls were supposedly linked with that, which untrue, by the way. That would be a case, would be my guess. Uh, Danny Ainge is uh, well known for being uh, very friendly when he wants to move something. And my guess is Utah wants off that salary. I think there's four years left at about for $160 million. Mm-hmm. And, 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 I, and, you know, it's been pretty clear Donovan Mitchell's no fan of his. And so, you know, Danny calls a reporter, you know, a friend, says, you know, uh, so-and-so teams, there's a lot of interest in uh, Rudy Gobert, you know, and, and, you know, media guys, you know, people look at media as like to, you know, to try to set the table. That, that's not the case. You know, the media is just passing on information, sometimes, sometimes inaccurate. You know, most guys, most media members try to get, you know, what they're, for the most part, dispersing is what they've heard. Uh, or what's been passed on to them. And, you know, you, you try to hope somebody is credible. But, you know, between, like you said, there's some agents who are got, got agenda, there's some teams that have agenda. And, you know, to me, Gobert was an example of that. That's a team that needs to move a guy. They got four years of big money, you know, uh, signed by uh, uh, their predecessors. Uh, the team, the coach left, team is kind of in decline. They need to do some things. And they got to get that money off the books. So, you know, drop a drop a few names out there and see if anybody bites. But uh, usually teams, you know, teams know full well. If I know that, you can be sure the other GMs know that too. All right, the uh, Houston Rockets 
are uh, on the clock, and apparently they have taken Tari Eason out of uh, LSU, a very oh. good all-around player, uh, the was... SEC Sixth Man Award. So now I think the, the Bulls, Bulls are on the clock. For that guy. That, I think the two guys they were hoping right there was that guy and Williams. Yeah. Eason, Eason's a defender, would have, would have fit real nicely. Well, Liddell is, I mean, the two kids from Ohio State are there. Um, Kessler is there. Uh, the big man maybe Bill out of would, Auburn. Maybe Bill would know better. Kessler doesn't look like an NBA player to me. He looks too slow. What do you think, Bill? Center. I, I, I agree. I think for today's NBA, you'd want someone to run. But then if the Bulls are playing a half-court set where we're running a lot of isolation stuff, then maybe he could fit in there. But I agree. If you want to pick up the pace a little bit, I don't think he fits in with that. If, even in a half-court set, I, I, I mean, he's big and blocks, you know, he protect the rim and all that, I understand all that stuff. But you also have to have maneuverability, you know, even playing in the half court. And especially now, the way everybody switches and, you know, you've got to move and, uh, you know, I, I think Williams can do all that stuff. He's not an offensive yeah. player, you know, not a, not a center you say, okay, I'm going to throw the ball to. But I have my doubts about uh, whether Kessler can do that. Now, it's, it's hard for me to say since I'd never seen him play. <laughs> but, <laughs> But I've watched the films, you know, and the clips and read about them and all. And, and uh, just seeing the films, you know how it is. It's sort of like the old Supreme Court thing when they had the, you know, I think Brennan, they had the debate about pornography. He said, you know, I can't define it, but I know it when I see it. You know, <laughs> it's like that with NBA players. When you see one, you know, you know what an right. NBA player looks like. And yeah, you don't and, have to see all the analytics. You right. just know. And I got gotcha. He doesn't look like that to me. Well, what do you know then, both uh, of uh, Sam Smith and um, Bill Wennington, what do you know about 18 now? Bulls are on the clock. Who do they go with? Well, I was guessing just because, and, you know, I didn't have them all in the right order, but, you know, I did my mock draft, and uh, I was sort of looking at, you know, from the Bulls' standpoint a lot too, all these guys like Eason, Williams, Baji, uh, you know, wh which one of five or six guys would slip to them? And, and as I was doing my calculations and maneuvering and putting in there, <laughs> I didn't have any of them. So, you know, I guessed uh, E.J. Liddell at 18, who, you know, I think, I think uh, sets up as a solid NBA role player. And from a Bulls standpoint, you know, I, li I like him, you know, because of, and you know, it's more the intangible that what we were missing with the Bulls, toughness. You know, a guy who's, you know, plays a little physical, plays a little tough, can come in there, you know, defend some of the best offensive players, you know, make a shot. He says his shot wasn't great, but improving, you know, improving shooting percentage, obviously. And, you know, a guy who you can put on your bench, you know, a, a little more mature, you know, more ready to play than a lot of the teenage kind of guys. So, you know, he would be there. All right, here come the, uh, well, the Rockets are making their selection again. And um... Easton, right. Yes. Yeah. So, you know, Liddell is there now. I, I think that's the next – if I were making the pick and I'm saying I'm keeping 18, that's who I would pick. Just, you know, from a Bulls standpoint because, you know, he, you know, I think he fits some needs, you know, as far as, you know, toughness, you know, a solid bench guy, you know, guy compete and all that sort of stuff, uh, played in a tough league, you know, played well. But if – I also wouldn't be, you know, at that point if I'm not – exactly say ah i just love this guy 
you know, maybe trade down, maybe trade out, uh, get some stuff that you could use in possible trades. Bill, your thoughts? I'm just looking. There was just a report. Just a report that said we may trade down a little bit, or Dalen Terry's name came across the board as a potential uh, draft pick for us. Well, let's, is the Arizona? He's the Arizona guy. Yes, yeah. six seven Arizona yep. point uh, shooting guard. Yep. And um, and so we'll yeah, find. you know that's that next category of guys yep. you know who, who sort of fit in there, and um, you know reserve kind of guys. You know, fill a need. Um, I'm not that fam as familiar with that guy. I kind of looked at Liddell and thought, well, if, you know, that's who was the best. To me, that was the, the best who was left, you know, as far as fits. But, you know, not that much difference, you know, between some of these guys. Right. So uh, he is a, uh, again, we're just going on speculation now regarding um, the type of um, reports we're receiving off the Internet. Uh, that um, he apparently has been taken by the Bulls. Now, whether or not he is going to be traded by the Bulls to another club, but the uh, oh, yeah. Twitter... If they, if they were trading down, then maybe to take Correct. somebody for somebody else. 6'6", yeah, six, six, small forward out of Arizona. Uh, good size, very long arms, uh, still physically growing into his body. Uh, decent ball skills can be at least a secondary ball handler, likely most effective as a playmaking wing. Lots of upside if he continues to improve as a shooter and ball handler, has an easy NBA upside. So um, there you go. Uh, again, 6'6", 170 pounds from Tempe, Arizona. That is one scouting report. Pretty skinny. Yep. On Dale and Terry. I got, I got him on an NBA draft net at 6'7", 195. <laughs> well, I gave some weight already, so he's moving up. There. Oh, wow. He's moving up already. So, he is, they, they so it turns out he's got a seven-foot wingspan, so, yeah, so which is, is huge. Defensively, that's great. So it's a lot of birds. <laughs> um, <laughs> and uh, at 6'7", they said he was Arizona's glue guy last season. He averaged eight points, four boards, three assists. Um, and, again, we're looking at the fact that if, in fact, he is a member of the Bulls. And again, we are only speculating. But if, in fact, he joins, I mean, wing is an area where the Bulls need some depth. Well, you know, like, you know, like 15 of the 20 guys a wing play. You know, that's that's the, you know, that's the NBA shorthand now. You know, remember, Bill, when there was guards and forwards? Yeah. Yeah. And so now, you know. Now this now now we've changed that to wings and every you know because everybody switches and nobody takes responsibility on defense but that's another story. <laughs> <laughs> that's a yeah, good story though. That's a different one. So yeah, I mean that, that's what everybody talks about now. You need more guys on the perimeter who can defend, who can switch, and all that kind of stuff. Um, I, I mean, I'll admit I I'm not that familiar with that player. I'd love being in Arizona, so I like his choice of colleges. <laughs> 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 but, um, again, like you said, Chuck, uh, you know, is this a move to move down? Is this a move, you know, to, for somebody else? You know, I don't, I don't know if we know that yet. Um, NBADraft.net. Let's uh, go to this. It says his strengths. Well, uh, they, they compare him to uh, Patrick McCall. Remember him? He, um, he <laughs> Barely. <played. laughs> well, versatile wing with great length, solid agility and athleticism, unique player who can impact games without scoring. Biggest area of improvement from freshman to sophomore year, his decision-making with an assist turnover ratio from just above even to nearly three to one. 
Uh, length is slightly obscene with an 8 feet 10 inch standing reach with is bigger than the number of power forwards. His 7 foot wingspan on a legit 6-7 front. This is something the Bulls need, by the yes. way, is length. Yeah, well, let me let me and say his point shooting's Chuck, pretty good too. I, I, don't, I don't want to cast aspersions on anybody. I haven't watched enough of these guys, but if, you know, listening on TV and reading some of this stuff, it sounds like all thirty guys are going to be all stars. <laughs> well, <laughs> you know, it's I mean, funny you say that because I read it and I see a lot of guys with potential, which means <laughs> you're going to have to wait four or five years before they get to where you hope they can be. Which is the great flaw of what goes on now, because the NBA allows these players to come in too early, and basically half of them in the first round end up being trained for some other team. Um, so it's it's hard to say, but yeah, you know, we know the Bulls needs they need shooting, they need, they need you know three point shooting, you know they need uh, toughness uh, on the perimeter and, and, and defense on the wing, um, you know length, but that's you know that's everybody, you know who who is it? who who say, who in the NBA says oh we don't need length on the perimeter? That's you know that's sort of the shorthand for yeah everybody let's get that, so. You know, and he sounds like somebody who would fit in on, you know, I think I think the Bulls are going to have to rebuild the bench. You know, it sounds yes. like yeah. he's got to be all a turnover. Absolutely. And so, you know, that sounds like the kind of player would fit. Well, uh, when uh, Dale and Terry out of Arizona worked out with Portland, he uh, met with reporters. And one of his quotes, he said, uh, there's going to be a redraft in 10 years and it's going to be different. So I like the young man's confidence as uh, the Bulls, again, with the 18th pick, in the first round, Dale and Terry out of Arizona going to the Chicago Bulls. Let me say, I, I looked over about 20 mock drafts, and I didn't see him picked for the Bulls in any of them. No, I didn't either. And uh, I, I was just looking now, and when I first read that, I was like, gee, I, I, the, all the drafts I have him, he's going 20 or lower, way lower. Yeah, well, it's, you know, right. But once you get, you know, like once you get, once you get a, a, there. after, you know, after mid, mid, you know, out of the lottery and toward, you know, where the Bulls are, 18, 20, you know, it's it, it's sort of a guessing game. And, you know, it's kind of eye of the beholder. You know, you find something, you know, you like, works for you. Um, so it's a lot of interchangeability at that point. You know, he, I mean, he looks like an NBA player. <laughs> All right, we're going to uh, take a break. Chuck Swirsky along with Bill Weddington, Sam Smith right here on 670. The score, Dale and Terry, is now a member of the Chicago Bulls on our 2022, well, we, think. we think, NBA <laughs> draft. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. 
Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.